Welcome to the interview show. This is Scott Wood, your host. Right now, I'm sitting in a tour van. I'm sitting with a man who's been called Canadian Indie Music Royalty. I would love you to introduce yourself. My name is Bri Webb. Uh, I come from Guelph, Ontario, and we're sitting in a van that belongs to the incredible band Lady Hawk, who has lent their van for our tour uh, nicely nicely of them those are really sweet guys definitely so just so we can get it out of the way some people are going to know you from another band called the constantines could you explain who they are to someone who's never heard of them before sure uh the constantines started in 1999 um and in uh, southwestern ontario Uh, i grew up in london ontario we kind of converged in guelph in like the early 2000s and uh, we made four records we were around uh, active for for about 11 years and then took a four-year break and we just started playing again we just played some of our first shows in in four years a couple weeks ago so here we are in a second we're going to listen to some of your solo work the work you've done under the name bry webb but so people can have it a little bit in their head, how about describe the type of music the Constantines made slash are making once again? Yeah, uh, the Constantines are kind of a you know a, a loud rock and roll band. We uh, we play um, with a lot of sort of energy and, and ecstasy and, and run around the stage a lot and break strings and um, sticks and and amps and things like that sometimes but uh, yeah it's you know we we listened to I think at the beginning a lot to like The Clash and Talking Heads and stuff like that um, and and so uh, that that informed who we were at the time and then we toured with bands like Royal City and uh, Oneida and uh, know, all sorts of amazing bands over the years but uh, that all kind of the, especially Royal City and Oneida were, were a big influence on us and I think we ended up finding some spot in between those two bands as, as our sound Bri Webb I'm kind of geeking out right now but still if you had to describe the Constantines in one sentence what would that sentence be? Um, uh Um, oh man uh, I'll even start the sentence for you Here we go I'm Bri Webb I was in a band called the Constantines If I had to describe them to you in one sentence I would say They sound like uh, Loud Sensitive people Awesome Now that we've got that out of the way We're going to listen to some of Bri Webb's solo work Doesn't that sound good? Oh, someone's knocking at the van door. That was Rich. He's just going to get his sweater. So while Rich gets his sweater, let's listen to some tunes, finally. Okay. I would love it if you could pick the first song that we play. Sure. Uh, Let's hear Prove Me Wrong uh, from the new record, Free Will. Uh, We just made a video for this song. And uh, it was recorded at the Donkey Sanctuary of Canada, which is just outside of Guelph in a town called uh, Puslinch. And it's, uh, yeah, it's a neat, very peaceful place. And the video was made by uh, my friend Colin Medley uh, and an amazing cinematographer named Maya 
who just shot donkeys in slow motion, and essentially that's the whole video. back to the interview show this is scott wood your host you just heard prove me wrong by a man called bry webb it's off his second solo record free will that came out in 2014 bry i'd love it if you could talk a little bit about this track sure uh prove me wrong's kind of a uh 
a weird little uh, meta love song or something. It's just about how a love song doesn't really uh, get close to love in terms of an experience. So, uh, you know, yeah, that's what it's about. It's about desire and and want, that kind of stuff, the way that plays into interpersonal relationships over a long period of time. Okay, Bri Webb, you've just put out your record, Free Will. You've said that both your solo records, Provider, which came out in 2011, and Free Will, which came out in 2014, have been largely inspired by your son, Asa, who is now a toddler. I'd love it if you could talk a bit about that. Sure, yeah. My son, uh, Asa, is three and a half now. Um, right after he was born, I hadn't been making music for a long time, and uh, the, the first song I wrote uh, after you know three years or maybe a few years anyway of, of not making music was for him it was a little lullaby for him called Asa which ended up being the first song on Provider uh, the uh, first record I released under my own name when I say Asa I sing Asa let the shadows grow to the end of the road I will carry you and a lot of those songs uh, that came after that were songs for him. Just uh, it became a way of writing songs for me. A, a reason to kind of write things was to preserve ideas or little um, hints or, or pieces of information that I thought would be helpful to him in songs. So uh, I did that with Provider, and then he grew up, you know, a few years and, and became a toddler and started realizing his own. Uh, agency in the world. I've got to stop you here because I have two questions that are burning in my head. One, you took a break from music. So many people that I talk to are trying so hard to have a career in music. You got to a point where you had it, stopped making music. What was that like for you? Mm -hmm. Well, I mean, the Constantines were really active for for 11 years and we toured a lot. And uh, it was, um, it kind of just, took a lot out of me and a lot out of us and I, I think I, towards the end of that I felt like I wasn't entirely healthy and I knew I wanted to you know start a family with my partner Katie and um, I couldn't be touring you know as much as we were and so I just yeah I, I we we stopped and, and I just started looking at other ways of making money um, got a job in construction and demolition and construction in Montreal and did that for a while and I realized after the Constantine stopped that I didn't, I just, I had been playing with, with that band for so long and I had learned to play with those people. Um, we had a really specific kind of vocabulary as musicians that I didn't know very well how to uh, make music outside of that context. So, um, yeah, I was just sort of uh, frightened a little bit and and, uh, and had to take a step back and, and just yeah I started doing other things just to to kind of get my mind elsewhere and, and figure out some other stuff so the birth of your son was a catalyst to get you start making music again you said that the first record and the first few songs were like a documentary of stuff that you wanted to record to give to your son now that he's a little older have you thought of the moment when you're going to sit him down play him the record and what's going to happen no, I mean, well, I can't really imagine that happening. Like, I don't want to say, now's the time where you listen to what I made for you. You know, I think it'll just be, I hope that at some point he'll be interested enough to, to put on those records and, and 
you know, maybe if nothing else, maybe it's after I'm gone and, and, uh, he has that stuff, uh, as a document, as you said. So, but yeah, I mean, he also, like, I can't, I don't want to force him to, to listen to anything. You know, it's the kind of the best thing about the age he's at now is that he's, he's resisting so much of what we're trying to offer him and, and, and in terms of advice or like, you know, direction or whatever in, in the moment to moment of being a parent and a child. But, um, anyway, so yeah, he, uh, you know, it's, I, I don't want to, I can't if ever imagine forcing him to listen to anything. I think it, if he comes to it at some point, that would be great. And we sing him like, you know, the, I sing the lullaby Asa for him, uh, every other night or something, you know, it's, it's a, a nice moment between us, but right now it's just, it's more the act of singing to him that he's, he's interested in. It's not necessarily the, the information in the song, you know. Imagine it's a couple of years from now, your son decides to Google his dad. If you could delete forever one thing about yourself online, what would it be? Huh. I don't know. There's nothing really. I feel like I I, I like the idea that, that he'll be able to call me on a lot of BS, you know, or like strange things that he doesn't understand will maybe come up, but I feel like that's those are some of the best interactions um you can have uh, you know with someone you care about and and someone you're responsible for um and it causes you to to have to answer to your actions you know a little bit more so i mean i don't i can't think of anything i know there's lots of ridiculous stuff that i've done over the years and um but i don't i don't feel like i i'm a terribly irresponsible person overall and i feel like i can answer to stuff if it comes up with him you know I feel like I have to do that you know it's just my responsibility to him sure and I wasn't really asking for anything awful but everybody has something like dumb they've said sure I don't know I mean like yeah there's I'm trying to think of something like things that I've said on stage um there was definitely like I remember a show in Boston where we were playing with Oakley Hall and they had um like small uh tank tops like belly shirts as part of their merch and i wore one of those on stage and and like that was a pretty like the images from that show i would be happy if they weren't out there uh you know you know uh that is a perfect moment (laughs) and i thank you for it bry webb now i'm gonna play the song undertaker off your record provider how would you like to prime the listening audience for that track uh, it's uh, my. I, I wrote this song a while ago, but it was my grandmother when I was a bit younger told me out of the blue that she thought I had the be- uh, the perfect disposition to be an undertaker, and I think she was just trying to like help me find some kind of direction uh, towards you know a job uh, in my life. But I, uh, it was. I'm gonna stop you there. That is an odd direction for your grandmother to try to take you. We're gonna to listen to Undertaker by Bry Webb, Office Record Provider. We'll be back in a second. I love this town like Hunter. Cause in this town. I'm the undertaker I am 
known by everyone Whether dead or tired This is Scott Wood, your host. You just heard Undertaker off the record Provider by Bri Webb. You might know him from a band called The Constantines. He's doing some solo work. Bri, I'd love it if you could talk a little bit more about this track. Yeah, um, as I was saying, my grandmother told me when I was a bit younger that she thought I had the, the right disposition to be an undertaker. And it was... Does this mean that you were killing animals and burying them in the backyard? No, uh, it was more, it was, it came from from a nice place. I mean, I think she was just saying that I, I had a sensitivity and a, uh, maybe a mellow um, uh, kind of gravity to, to my personality or something like that. So she was uh, thinking that, that that would suit that job particularly well. Um, and it was, it was kind of an endearing thing, but a kind of morbid thing as well to just say to someone, especially someone kind of young out of the blue but I always thought it was a nice kind of funny moment between the two of us so that's when this song kind of came around I started writing it then Bri Webb, you've talked about the rigors of touring life, long tours you said at one point you were getting to a bleak point losing perspective on songs and shows I'd love you to talk a little bit about that mindset and how you bring yourself back Sure, I mean I, I don't like to like put out the idea that like touring or being a touring musician is is a burden or like that it was really like a hard job in terms of what like in terms of relative to most jobs you know it was a, an amazing thing and for the most part it was I you know week to week you know more things came our way that that we never would have expected and that were incredible opportunities and adventures that I, I love and, I, and it was amazing but um, yeah there was just some tours you know like uh there was a nine week tour that uh we were in europe for five weeks and and we had two nights off i think and bleak kind of winter like northern europe northern european weather and just not feeling warm for five weeks almost and and uh you know the shows weren't particularly well attended we weren't really big in a lot of the places that we were playing at all so it was just kind of a bleak tour and playing that much like you kind of lose you do sort of lose track of the songs or or the experience of of playing together it just sort of becomes this day-to-day repetitive blurry thing so that was that that time and there were a few moments like that for sure and as i said i think just because of the the amount of touring we were doing and and priorities also pulling us, us in other directions um we just started or at least i started feeling less and less healthy the more we toured uh, in the last few years that we were we were doing a lot of work so yeah we stopped um i just stopped to, to try and focus on other things and figure out what else there was other than that lifestyle 
So the way to bring yourself back is to stop? Yeah. I mean, to, to get perspective anyway, you know. Um, and that was the thing with the last four years not playing as the Constantines. Everybody started doing amazing things. Steve Lamke's running You've Changed Records and putting out some of the most beautiful records, you know, I've heard in, in years. And um, and he uh, performs as Baby Eagle, uh, and that stuff's amazing. His songs are incredible. Uh, Dallas played in a band called plays in a band called Deloro with Jennifer Castle and um, some of the members of uh, of Highest Order and Fiverr and um, and uh, Will has been living on Haida Gwaii uh, and playing in the island's hottest cover band. I'm told, uh, but also toured with like Julie Duarte and playing with her and um, and lots of other people. And Doug now plays with City and Color, uh, you know, and is on arena tours, like, around the world. So everybody's, I think it's been good. It's, uh, we all figured out that there was kind of life outside of the Constantines. And now coming back together to play has just been a joy um, because it's just about fun now, you know. All right. So how about at this point we play a song by the Constantines? Bryweb, because you're the guest, I'm going to let you pick that song. Which one should I play? And why? Um, how about? Uh, well, it's a long song, so I'm not sure if you'll if it will fit. But if if you can do it, time can be overcome. Seems like a a fitting choice, um, just because of the subject matter. All right, we're gonna listen to "Time Can Be Overcome" by the Constantines. Now, Scott Wood. You're listening to The Interview Show. I'm talking to Bri Webb. He is doing solo work and also was in a band you might have heard of called The Constantines. We've just been listening to their song, Time Can Be Overcome. And I'd love it if you could talk a little bit about this track. Yeah, I mean, I, that was one of the last songs I think The Constantines wrote together. Uh, and lyrically, it's just about... Um, it's a little bit of a uh, reflection on on how time can pass uh, when you're um, sort of doing this kind of ritualized uh, work, like playing music, uh, where you're you kind of return to these these spaces together. You you find yourself in Vancouver at a, a place you've played before, but two years later, and and it, it becomes this kind of way of returning to. Um, or of undoing time in a lot of ways, um, and now that we're playing together again, it it, it feels that way even more. Um, we it had been four years um, since we had last played, and 
we just started rehearsing at the end of May for some shows, and we ended up getting into our old rehearsal space in Toronto in Kensington Market, uh, below a records uh, a music store there. Uh, and so as soon as we started playing together in that space with our amps set up in the same place as they were four or five years ago, it felt like, you know, a week had gone by or something. It was this funny feeling of um, of time being being overcome. So many bands that I talk to talk about the Constantines as this great Canadian band that should have been bigger. It seems like the Constantines are a band that all Canadian bands love and revere. What type of recognition matters to you at this point in your life? Well, I mean, I think that's the uh, that's one of the most amazing things. It's things that's come to us in the last few years um, is that people did care so much about the band, and uh, especially other people that that make music that we love. Um, and uh, yeah, that's been that's been a, an incredible boost. You know, um, it was part of the reason why we felt like we could come back again. Because um, I think that's that yeah that kind of connection to, to feel like people who are creative people uh, and people who are doing interesting th- things themselves actually cared about our band is a, is a real amazing thing. At the end of the show, usually I let the guest pick the song, but you know what? I'm going to choose this song this time. The song is going to be AM Blues. That's off your latest record, Free Will. Bry Webb, I'd love you to talk a bit about it. Then I'm going to play that track. Sure, it's kind of a fitting song, uh, us being on tour and, and my family being back home. It's a song about uh, the way communication sometimes breaks down over a long distance and, and the complexity of trying to make connections with people over, over distance. Uh, yeah, that's what it's about. <laughs> All right, we're going to listen to AM Blues off the record free will by Bry Webb. Bry, thank you so much for being on my show. My pleasure. Thanks for having me. Paint the walls. Don't you name sound strangers? When I call
a little peppier <laughs> sure I, I don't know how peppy i get but uh hi you're listening so let me try that again hi my name's bry webb you're listening to the interview show with scott wood <laughs> 